0: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging.
1: Welcome to The Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories.
0: As this podcast evolves, it seems we're finding more and more interesting people to chat with and things that are going on, which is great. I certainly encourage you to contact us via the website, thevalepodcast.com.au, if you have something you think is worth exploring. This week, there's been so much happening. We needed two parts. And don't worry, I'm far less worked up in this part B than I was in part A, which makes for much easier conversation. I found Glenn Stewart loitering around last Thursday afternoon, so we sat down for a quick chat. How are you, Stewie?
2: Yeah, good. Very good, uh, thanks, Joe. Yes, very impromptu. You just grabbed me off the street, basically.
0: Well, when you're loitering around in public <laughs> places, why not?
2: Exactly, that's what happens.
0: Footy finals finished for you now?
2: Yeah, the yes, uh, has uh, finished, mm. uh, yeah, and a great result.
0: Do you get a holiday now or do you go... Straight back into broadcasting because you're a you're an old hat at this broadcast game.
2: Um, uh, no, yeah, well, I do get a break now, so yeah, uh, yeah we'll uh, we'll wait for uh, next season to come around for, mm. for Central Murray Live. And you don't have a
0: you don't have a summer gig?
2: No, we don't. Oh. oh, we did do a bit of cricket there at one stage oh. for um Smart FM at one stage, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and that wasn't too bad. That was good fun.
0: I was going to say cricket mm. would surely
2: yeah. be open to. uh I would think so. Yeah,
0: yeah, interesting. Well, that's something you might need to explore, mm. Stewie.
2: Yeah, I might. Mm.
0: I get asked this question quite a bit. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what do you actually do? That's a good question, Jade. It's a great. I get actually asked that a lot myself. <laughs> um, well, basically, I'm based here in Robin or Houston, and mm. uh, I do a project for the Victorian Skills Commissioner. So, I'm his uh, man in the Mallee, if you like. I'm the project manager of for the, what we call the Mallee Regional Skills Task Force. <laughs>
0: That does not answer my questions. Uh, no, no. So <laughs> that well, tells me who you're working for. But that's right. What do you do? So
2: basically, what we do is uh, I work with, um, in principle, Sunnytoe yep. in ah. better, better alignment of training between uh, industry and industry's needs and uh, the t- training providers within the region. But mostly with uh, Sunny Tafe, a couple with private RTOs in terms of what industries needs, And, and it's changing all the time, Jade. Or yep. the, as the industries get bigger, more sophisticated, more technology, that training needs to keep pace with industries' needs.
0: Mm, it certainly does. So you, you are a busy man, even though we do see you loitering around the place.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I am uh, fairly busy. I do a lot of travel. So the Mallee includes Bullock, Ganawara, Swan Hill and uh, Mildura Rural City Council.
0: Wow. So that you're on the road a lot then. That's yeah, a lot of
2: area to cover. It is and some of those areas don't have a lot of access to to vocational training, so mm. is pretty good and Swan Hill's pretty good as, you, as we know, we've got a campus down there and also in, in Robinvale as well, but yeah, it's about trying to increase that opportunity for um, young people and local people to uh, upskill and train and get all these jobs that are within the region and, mm. you know, there's uh, I have my little map um, mm. and there is a roundabout with all the development in horticulture effectively a doubling of horticulture and yeah. manufacturing, etc there's around about a thousand jobs in the the region with a bit of mining, if it takes place up at Bell Reynolds. So,
0: what are they mining up at Bell Reynolds? What are they mining there now?
2: Well, they're not. Uh, they're not at at the moment uh, mining in Bell Reynolds. They're, they're looking to do mineral sands. Okay. to to mines. So they've got
0: people out there though, haven't they? Because there's people everywhere. Yeah.
2: Well, they've been doing a ex- uh, sort of a, a project out there, a, a different style of mining. That's a Luca. Mm. So that's about twelve oh, ks, fourteen
0: ks outside of Bell Reynolds. That was the same company that was had the onion mine.
2: Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And then the other one is, uh, it used to be called Crystal. It's now called, uh, oh, I can't think, Tronto Tr- or something. Tronix. Tronix. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're looking to do uh, mining as well. And they're all looking to start about the same time, around about that 21, 22 period of time. Yeah, right. So uh, there will be around about three, 400 jobs involved in that. And, uh, and then you've got the expansion of horticulture, like um, the Go Farm or the um, Australian Farming Services uh, Farm at up at Kylite and you've got the solar projects and you've got other um, almond and also uh, olive mm. uh, opportunities. So you're looking at around about a 1,000 jobs uh, within the region over the next couple of years. Geez, that's good, isn't it? Well, it is good, but uh, it does increase the the other issues, uh, mm. services and housing and mm-hmm. all the things that uh, we uh, we've been talking for a while about.
0: Mm, which is why uh, Mr. Smith is in the region visiting hopefully. And
2: certainly uh, that's one of the reasons, and uh, to pin him down and try and get some sort of uh, commitment out of the coalition would be fantastic.
0: Well, that's it, and and that's that's the other question I get asked is uh, you know Peter Walsh and Tim Smith are the opposition at the moment. What are they going to do about it? And my answer is always, well, come election time, if they can promise what we need. So we need to be telling them exactly what we need right now. That's the case, isn't it?
2: Well, that's right. We need to be shovel-ready. So uh, it's it's no good, um, I've found over my journey, uh, whinging to politicians from a deficit point of view, you need Mm. to be proactive and and from an asset point of view and you need to be able to say, look, well, this is what we need. Um, We've got these such-and-such-and-such in place Mm -hmm. and uh, we're ready to go. So Mm. if you get in, uh, guys, uh, we need uh, need your support. Mm. And the same for the the present government and... uh, and also, obviously, uh, we're in an independence uh, seat as Ali Kuppa, so mm. it's uh, quite interesting at the moment.
0: It is very interesting. Ooh. And Ali, um, Ali's a friend of the show. She's on yep, uh, quite often on. Um, and, and has a chat particularly with Donnie about the water issue, yep. which is an increasing Dick. issue at the moment, and um, and the ag visa issue.
2: Yes, well, that's in the in, very much in the short term. Is it just we don't know what's going to happen uh, come uh, you know December, January, February, later this year? It's going to be difficult. I think it will uh, improve as time goes on, but uh, that doesn't help if you have got to get a crop off uh, no. in uh, December.
0: I think the accommodation solution will slowly work itself out, but we need sort of more more immediate uh, immediate solutions, I suppose.
2: Well, yeah, it comes down to the opportunities around developers, and so therefore it's around planning, mm. as you know, mm. Joe and. And so that's the opportunity to talk to Tim today about, you know, putting on the table some fast-tracking of opportunities around uh, the planning regulations around this region, and and trying to stimulate the uh, industry, you know, the private sector to come in and and uh, build because that has failed. That, that market has failed in a, a Robinvale context.
0: It, it really has, and it's continuing to fail. It doesn't look like there's a solution. No. Um, so that's exactly what we're going to. Uh Talk to Mr. Smith about, um, but Stewie, we appreciate your time. That it's been right. a, um, it's been an interesting chat, and at least it helps clear
2: up. <laughs> well, I don't know <laughs> if it has actually, Joe. <laughs>
0: well, it'll go a little bit. It'll go a little bit too. A hey, um, AFL Grand Finals coming mm. up. We may as well talk about footy because that's something we both have been around for we quite, have. For quite we have some time. Uh, yes. You were on the board when my old man was the, uh, chair.
2: chip, yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Many moons ago. Yeah.
0: Mm, very, very. Are you? Are you a Geelong supporter?
2: No, no. I'm a <coughs> <coughs> Carlton supporter. Oh, oh.
0: So, but we are. Oh, you coming. We, we're
2: improving. We're improving. No, so, you're not. Uh, That's a ridiculous yeah, well, thing we to are. say. we're getting better. Do, I you think th- we
0: Do you think the Carlton thing is a culture from the top? Because this has been a long, I, long time. Yeah,
2: I, I think over a period of time, I think uh, we lost our way, and uh, and governance is critical to any mm. organisation that you're involved in. It, so, it
0: but, really yeah. is, particularly when you've had how many coaches over the last ten years? Oh, we would have had at least five. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. So you know. it's clearly not a coaching thing.
2: No, no, that's right. And, I mean, the easiest thing to do is to get rid of your coach. Mm. Uh, I'm not overly an advocate of that, although I must say after we did do that, uh, we, we improved. But
0: uh, but every club does that, Stewie. They seem to, yeah, yeah, that's right.
2: They seem to be emotive thing and I think the players then take on the responsibility of what they should have been doing in the first place. And exactly. Exactly. And mm. and, and obviously uh, Bolton had put a lot of things in place and uh, and uh, they were just coming to the fore, I think, And but unfortunately for him, he's gone. John Elliott. Yes. Bring him back. Well, I was reading a thing in today, uh, last week's paper, about uh, the 99 grand, a prelim final when Mm. we won by a point. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I think John's had his day.
0: Oh, I think he has, yeah. but gee whiz, you are travelling a lot better under John oh. Elliott than you are currently.
2: Well, yeah, but I think we got caught out as well. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little
0: bit. But, hey, there's got to be a solution for you like, somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah, there? there certainly is.
2: There's got to be a uh,
0: silver lining somewhere. Give me a tip for the AFL Premiership. Oh, I think Richmond will, um, will get there. Geez, that makes me happy, Stewie. It makes yeah. me very oh, happy yeah. to... Uh, to
2: hear that. They're playing good footy uh, and they've got some great footballers and they're just coming good at the right time. I think.
0: And they're very fit.
2: They are. I'd go so
0: far it. as to say they're one of the fittest in the... In last the
2: year, form. And last year I think they were a bit sore, a bit tired, uh, they probably peaked about mm. a month early, uh, but I think they're peaking at the right time and that's the, the key to the whole thing is to is to peak it at the right time. <laughs>
0: The key to everything, really, yeah, it isn't really is. <laughs> yeah, it, is <laughs> Right. Oh, we will let you go. Thanks for coming in. Feel free to pop into the Vale Podcast anytime when you've got anything to discuss. Um, anything else of importance that you want to highlight at the moment for the community or?
2: No, I just only the thing I'd say is uh, the it was great last week, and I know you were there the, the launch of the, uh, Robinvale Youth uh, Performing Arts Centre mm. feasibility study, which was a, a great cultural experience uh, for those who attended, and uh, it's a, a great piece of work, and uh, I've spread it uh, wide and far over the last uh, couple have of you? couple of days. Uh, so um, we'll have to wait and see what comes out.
0: Excellent. of it. Excellent. I like mm. to hear that you've been spreading mm. spreading it wide and far because Stewie mm. seems to always be the man to go to when the <laughs> when we need to get things rolling and we need a bit of money for it. So uh, there will be a, a few things come out of this. I've spoken to a few people already to start forming a committee to mm. start actioning it. So um, watch this space. Stewie, thank you very much. We'll catch up with you again soon, hopefully. No, my pleasure. Thanks, Chu. Of course, it would have been remiss of us to allow two politicians to come to Robinvale without catching up. So here's a quick catch-up with Liberal MP Tim Smith and leader of the National Party in Victoria... Peter Walsh. If you're not, they can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Good afternoon. <laughs> I thought there was a
3: video. Good
0: afternoon. And Liberal MP Tim Smith, Shadow Minister for Population and Heritage. Uh, sorry, Population, Housing, Planning and Heritage, local,
3: local Government, Local Government and Housing.
0: I was always going to miss one or
3: two. It's, There's a list. It's a lot.
0: How do you manage a portfolio like that?
3: With great difficulty. I bet. I uh, I I don't get a lot of time to myself. Mm.
0: Well, that, you're very busy, but thank you for coming to Robinvale today, you for and me. sparing us quite literally the five lunch, minutes. The
3: lunch was delicious. Sue's good, isn't she? Wonderful. She's
0: our in-house caterer and does a magnificent mm, job. Absolutely. Great country
3: fair. It was wonderful,
0: and a beautiful day for it too. Got to be quick because you've got to get out to Weeman, You're going out to select harvests to have a look at the the, co- the co-gen. Excellent. That's. Uh, have you ever been to an almond processing plant before? Never. Well, this will be... I'm really an, looking
1: forward to it. It will
0: be an education. It is a massive operation out there. First of all, Mr Walsh, we need to talk to you about water. $800 a megalitre at the moment.
1: There's no real quick fix. Well, there is there's, There is a, a way forward that would, would help, which is getting some of the Commonwealth Environmental Water Holder mm. water on the market. Mm. So uh, we had our National Federal Council in, in Canberra last weekend. So Steph Ryan, our Shadow Minister, got some motions through our Federal Policy Council about Making chew water available for the market and Mm -hmm. also about uh, stopping the 450 of up water. We followed that up with a visit up to Canberra on Tuesday, uh, emphasising again, unfortunately, David Littleproud went to the bushfires and wasn't there when we turned up, Mm -hmm. but emphasised to his office, to Michael McCormack, to everyone up there that some of that chew water has to be put on the market. There has to be at least two or three hundred. Gigalitres of water mm. put on the market to um, to increase the supply, which will take the pressure off price.
0: Yeah, well, well and it'll take the pressure off uh, allocation too. Victorians are at the moment getting thirty five percent this this season, and New South Wales are getting 97 percent.
1: Well, that's on that high security. Yeah. The, the big issue for New, is New South Wales' general security is zero again. Yeah, uh, so you, we need we need you know the, the Commonwealth Environmental Water Holder carried over. Something like 425, 450,000 megalitres of water in the Murray system. Mm. Uh, they've got allocation this year. A substantial percentage of that needs to be put into the market. Mm. The forests wouldn't have been flooded in a drought. Let's get that water into agriculture. It, yeah,
0: exactly. Do you see anything long term as a long term solution to, you know, the converse, this is a conversation we have each and every year um, since water was unbundled from land. How, what's the solution here?
1: Well, you know, as I was showing Tim on the way up from Swan, Swan Hill to Robinvale all the development that's happened. That mm. that has happened because water has been unbundled yeah. from land. So it, it is a vexed issue for the communities that have lost water, mm. very unhappy, for the communities that have gained water. You've obviously had the economic growth you've got in mm. in Robbenvale and you've got some of the other growing pains that go with that mm. around community infrastructure. Yeah. But uh, when they took the cork out of the bottle and let the genie out when they unbundled land and water, mm. that started a whole process. I don't think people really understood what was going to happen.
0: No, I don't think so either. And on that, uh, the issue that it's created with the, the, boom in infra- the boom in agriculture here with population and housing, something we've been talking about uh, now, oh, just over lunch, um, we need a solution really. How do we get, and we've spoken to you about this, how do we get investment into local housing? and how do we get the planning the the planning around farm zones and rezoning around here sorted
3: well i don't think it's a role for the, the state government to start procuring housing in the private market mm. obviously the government provides public housing for those who are most in need but i don't mm. think that's what we're talking about here mm. we're talking about the private market to be able to facilitate exactly uh, greater employment opportunities essentially so if you, if if you know local farmers want more people to permanently move here mm-hmm. they need someone to live exactly and and at the moment they don't mm. and uh, the best thing for state governments to do and indeed councils to do mm. is to liberalize the planning rules mm. so to make it easier for that development to occur mm. now we don't want to have you know uh, unfettered development which i don't think would happen here anyway anyway with yeah. The greatest respect yeah but we want to make it easier if someone wants to live which is in an area that's currently for example zone farm zone uh, f- farm zone yep. Uh, why on earth would you make it so difficult for them to move there?
0: Correct. And this is an issue that we do come up against And I here. know that
3: Swan Hill Council has made representations to Labor's Planning Minister, Richard Wynne. It's mm. fallen on deaf ears. And I'll be certainly with Peter Walsh taking up those concerns when I get back to Spring Street mm. uh, later this week.
0: Fantastic! You know what? We're going to have to leave it there because you have to dart out to to women to select. Well,
3: I was very happy continuing this conversation, okay. but great. Well, I, let's continue. And I think we you're be getting the wind I up. We, I think we can. They're not going to wind us up just yet. Okay, so.
0: fantastic. Well, let's continue then. So the issue that we have in Robinvale is getting that local investment. We know that it is a local investment thing. As is the you know the building of the pub was another thing that. That's yeah,
3: Robinvale needs a pub. Absolutely, build, build the pub. How about you build us a pub? I don't have the money, but <laughs> but build a country town needs a pub it's yeah, the great, greatest That's glue for local community mm. it needs a pub mm. i think that um, there should be that the council needs to convene a round table with local business leaders and farming leaders mm. and i think the word needs to go out that a pub needs to be invested in mm-hmm. it's not really the role for. i a, think the,
0: the words out it, again it's getting those getting the local money. local invested. services
3: whether it be government services or services that only the private sector can provide yep like a pub yep is really important and to, new houses. to build and new houses mm. is really important to build um, a, a community like Robinvale, and that's what I want to see. I've actually been to, to Robinvale's sister city in France. Yes.
0: Oh, Villiers, have I you? I have,
3: have indeed. Excellent. I've seen the school Wonderful that was built that was funded by, and, uh, by Victorian school yep. students. Yep. Um, that's very important that mm. that, that Robinvale continues to grow because that's a very, very important historical relationship. We
0: actually have a contingent from Villiers Bretonneux coming here. Really? Uh, yes, yeah, in October.
3: Yeah, important.
0: We, it's very important. Very would you like to come back I to that? I would
3: be delighted because I'm also the Shadow Minister for Heritage. So, well,
0: there you go. They, so, and this, and is this is your official invitation. this is a very important
3: part of Australia's heritage, our connection with northern France yep. and, and what we did at Villas-Breton there and other places. And um and I, we are now fixed, she's getting,
0: uh, giving you the wind-up. That's your wind. official invitation, so we'll talk more then. Thank you, Mr Walsh. Thank you, Mr Smith.
1: Thank you so much. We will talk to you again soon. Cheers.
0: Finally, you might be familiar with the name Akesa Kay. She went to school here in Robinvale and has gone on to further education and now works with the NRL in Mildura. It took us a while for our days and times to match up for a quick catch-up, but with a little perseverance or stalking, we got there at the front of her office this afternoon and it was well worth it. Geez, I tell you what, this uh, little chat has taken some chasing up. I'm with Akessa. Do I, how do I say your last name? Is it Key? K. K. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm glad I asked. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, you're a hard woman to catch up with, aren't you? Yeah, been busy. Been you busy. have been busy, yeah. but it's the end of it. Nearly the end of the rugby season. It is the end. It's, it's ended two weeks ago, and we're still locally. That is. Yeah, locally,
4: yeah. and then the grand final, NRL grand finals next weekend. So. And your role, you work for the NRL. I do, yes. Yeah, as a, What's your position I'm up? a game development officer in Sunraysia, so that's considered affiliated states, but I'm also the, the uh, competition manager for the local league as well as NRL.
0: Right. So yeah. do, is there like a, a, an kick equivalent yes. in the NRL? I'm glad you asked. Yeah. We are
4: kicking it off in term four this year. Um, it has been trialled before. It's called League Stars um and so that's the after school program we go and do clinics in the schools and then the clubs will um you know get them to the field and we do league stars which is pretty cool it's all the fundamental skills of rugby league um and then from there hopefully they transition into uh modified games like um touch yep. touch footy or league tag which is also um Aus tag yeah um and then eventually um they get into playing tackle but there are plenty of modified versions of the game so the kids can get involved without feeling
0: pressured so it's good. Oh I reckon half the kids wouldn't feel pressured at all I reckon they just want to start Uh, trying to tackle don't they? Exactly
4: exactly but even the girls the girls tackle the boys harder sometimes so you you sort of got to um, eliminate that and get them learning the skills first before tackling and that way we get them playing for longer instead of um, you know only playing under sixes and then and then giving it away and then giving it away Mm. so um, gives them a chance to stay in
0: the sport longer. You've got to be able to learn how to take a hit properly don't you and how to yes. fall properly
4: yes exactly right exactly mm. right and we've got some really good coaches that have come up this year and um done the course and things like that and they're all getting involved which is good mm. they're all active in the clubs and in the community so um the kids are in good hands yeah absolutely yeah. so how old do the kids have to be to do league stars league stars age five to twelve yep um but we always get the younger sibling siblings there anyway the parents bring them along and get involved so yeah um, yeah, all are welcome. It's pretty
0: good. Is that going to happen in Robbenvale? we got someone yeah, that facilitated in
4: Robinvale. Definitely. In Robinvale. um, Anthony's going to be based there in Robinvale. He's part of the, the Robinvale Storm Club. He's yep. been there for, um, since his junior league days, which Fresh is good. Best and Ferris this year. Yeah. Oh, that. he's, a, he's a definitely a contender. Um, mm. and, um, yeah, leading point scorer, try scoring for the Storm as well this season. So he's definitely a role model for the younger kids. Mm. They love him. Mm. Um, He's involved in SRL level as well, and he's done some work for the Melbourne Storm in the past. So he has, yeah. He's, he's definitely experienced, and we're, we're grateful to have him on board. The kids love him, so he'll be um, helping us deliver those um, in Robinvale um, as well as Mildura. But in Robinvale, we'll be working with the schools, so St Mary's and, and Robinvale College, to get that up and going as well.
0: That's so cool. Like, they yeah. really need nice. the Robinvale Storm rugby league club, have been really successful, not so much this year, but in the past, they've been really successful.
4: Definitely. It's great to see that, um, you know, last year they turned 10. Yeah, 10? Uh, Yeah, last year they turned 10, so it's a milestone, and to see them um, continue with the momentum that they have still around, and they're they're looking Mm -hmm. after their juniors and their women's um, team as well, it's all happening. It's a very inclusive club. Um, so it's good And the community now Is getting um, very much involved in it so Yeah um, I think
0: NRL It's taken a little while I think for the Melbourne Storm To have a big influence You know yeah. Even though we're, we're on this side We're just south of New South Wales right? yes. It's just taken a little while To filter through Yeah definitely Unfortunately I've got a 99 Storm Premiership yeah. in jersey <laughs> So I've been on board for a little while yeah. And I was actually talking to some of the girls oh, A couple of weeks ago yeah. And they're like mate, why don't you come and play with us? And I went, I don't know. You uh, know what? It's, it's I, an option. I, I can't see. Why not, <laughs> to be honest? Um, but, yeah, there's, so there's juniors, there's women, and yeah. there's
4: a men's side. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And even during the summer, they're the, only, they're the only club at the moment in the SRL that offer a summertime comp as well or yeah. an event. So um, Summer Touch Football or Summer League Tag. That's their off season. So they're all year round. They're a great club. Um, they've had some really good people with part of the club for the whole 10 years and some who have just come on board and just uh, just done great things with it. So yeah. it's good to see. It is good to see. And it's good to see the whole family can play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, a few times I've been able to drive down and make it to their training sessions on a Tuesday and Thursday night in the lead up to the finals. And it's great. The kids are there. The mums are there. The dads are there playing. The brothers and sisters are all there. It's a, it's great. Yeah. It's great to
0: see. So Awesome. Now yeah. tell us about. We've got um a squad of under 15s. Yep. He- no. Adelaide's coming here. Tell us yes. about what's going on with this. Yes, yeah, so the
4: Adelaide Rams are coming down under 15s. Um they're coming down on the 1st and the 2nd of um October. This is for a sort of like a tournament. Um this was sort of just thrown together because our juniors haven't been able to play a lot of rep footy or footy in general in San just because of you know the, the lack of participants and exposure and, and support behind them so this is a great way to get them um, feeling a bit you know um, special yeah um, you know give them a bit of um, encouragement to play mm. in the coming seasons I know a lot of um, a lot of the players turn to alternative sports because they don't have that sort of support um, throughout the club so this is uh, it's, it's going to boost a lot of confidence in our under15s and juniors all out. Um, I mean, it's it's for the boys, under-15 boys, but the girls, are they're rocking up to training as well. Yeah, so good on them. Um, it's good. You know, it's under-15s, but when I went down to Robinvale the other week, um, the under-18s were there training as well. So any excuse to get on the paddock, they're all there. Yeah. So it's great. Adelaide's coming down. They ha- Their boys haven't had much game time either. So for them to be able to play two games against each other, um, the opportunity to do it, everybody's gone on board. So um that's got to look lot our juniors yeah yeah do absolutely. exciting
0: well that's that's your job i suppose developing these yeah. juniors so it gives them a pathway, a pathway yes. to be able to go on to to elite sport to a, an Definitely. elite level
4: yeah exactly right and um i just come back from a meeting in melbourne and they're talking about these pathways and especially for a regional town like this to have this sort of talent come out of um you know the Sunraysia region is great and you know we even work with riverland as well and that's over in SA, and mm. it's a really unique competition to have because we cross over into Golgol-Wentworth, um, the Mildura Warriors are part of Houston, that's New South Wales, yeah. then you go across that way and you've got Riverland, which is South Australia, so it's very unique and a lot of um, potential to, you know, grow in that capacity, yeah. so um, the more exposure they, they get, the more confidence they'll get to play, so it's that's amazing,
0: good. It's it's such a... I'm really excited about the development of NRL, and I'm. Yeah. I, I love that you're in this job here because you're oh, a Robin Vale girl. I am. I um, am, and a lot of people when you say a kisser, everyone knows who we're talking about. <laughs> um, I don't know whether that's a good thing or bad Yeah, I was,
4: good, I was thinking that. I didn't know what to say. I don't know if that's good or bad. I think some mixed some mixed um, feedback no. there, but it's good. The relationships are good. Um, you know, a lot of people in Mildura here. I've have, have grown some contacts here, which is good, and, it, and it's growing. You mm. know, and it's 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 a healthy relationship that. This under 15 squad is not purely a Robinvale Storm squad. Yep. So we we've, we've got boys there's about six boys from Mildura that travel down every Tuesday and Wednesday to train with the Robinvale squad. Awesome. To play so it's it's based in in Robinvale but it's mm. a it's a it's a mixed team. It's yeah. it's it's a combination of Mildura um, uh, Tigers and Robinvale Storm and anyone in the general who haven't even registered this year mm-hmm. It's open for them to come and have a crack at it, you know. So it's 13 aside full field, um, Tuesday night in Robbenvale, 7pm. Um, yep. So it's a night-time game. We get to showcase the field and the lights, yep. um, which we haven't been able to do in the past, um, have a, a night-time game. So this would be a good feature for them. And then on Wednesday, we have an afternoon game, 1pm, um, at Chafee Secondary College. So is that next, this coming Tuesday yeah, and Wednesday? So, yes. Yeah, so second week of school holidays. Yeah. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday. Jeez, I tell you what, we're lucky I stalked you so much <laughs> and found you
0: sitting in your office on a Thursday afternoon before a long yes. weekend.
4: Yes, well you're lucky because I just got back, so this is my first day back in the office, I've just been everywhere, so yeah. you're lucky you got me, you wouldn't catch me any other
0: day. Busy. Yeah. Hey, um, so tell me. Yes. Storm and Roosters. Storm and Roosters. I was so nervous. Oh my! I'm, I'm a Richmond supporter, and I'm more nervous about the Storm game. Granted, yeah. I probably watch more Storm than I do <laughs> Richmond. But how how uh, are we going to go? I don't know. I'm not
4: sure. See, we we thought we had Canberra. Um, yeah. But see, we we, we lost thought. that in the la- in the in the dying minutes of that game. So, um, I mean, what we showcased against the Eels was great. Um, yeah, but it was a yeah, new, but, it was a different. I mean, for Craig Bellamy to change the squad so late and have Chambers out, yeah. who knows what he's going to do against the Roosters, you know, and, and the Roosters will have their home ground advantage. Um, you know, the Storm will have to travel. And even if the Storm do win, backing up into the grand final, it's pretty much a grand final, and whoever wins mm. that preliminary will go into another grand final. Yeah. That's how hectic it's going to be. So, um, I mean, fingers crossed. That the Storm definitely um, have the skills to win it. Um, but they he's saying the that the skills rules. but Will Chambers I mean, is starting on the bench again. I know, I know. But explain that to me. But he started on the bench against the Eels as well, yeah, and they I know, were dominant in the first half. They, their, their completion rates were poor. They, mm. they, they weren't completing their sets. The, the Storm just looked really good, and that, that that momentum will give them confidence. I know Eels isn't a very highly rated I was team say, anyway. It was like, matter. Come on, I know. But see, they they thought the same thing when they smashed Broncos, mm-hmm. whatever that scoreline was, fifty 0 or yeah. whatever it was. So. Um, I don't know. Our advantage would be that we haven't had a break. See, the Roosters have had a break since yeah. the first final, so yeah. um, that could be that could be seen as a good thing or a bad thing, though. Roosters are yeah, going to have fresh legs. They'll have fresh legs, but they won't have the, the body contact to sort of back it up. Yeah, either. I guess. So, um, I, I'm I'm pretty confident the Storm will get it done. But backing up into a grand final after a big game like that, they'll they'll be busy with Daly M and all that. So they won't have time to recover or prepare much really for a grand final but i i reckon the storm will take it they'll take it from the roosters bellamy's hungry for it they'll get it
0: yeah he's a good coach he's a good coach Jeez, he's Jeez. been there a long long time he has
4: and i reckon if they win i don't know if they win the grand final he might he might
0: call it quits yeah. but if they
4: lose maybe he'll stay on so i don't know
0: yeah it's a hard call but he's he's getting on in years now he's like 105 yeah i know but he, He's like Yoda. Ben, Bennett's old too, though. So yeah, well, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah. They, they really don't... They don't They don't sack coaches like the AFL do, do they? No.
4: Well, no. I mean, not if you're performing like Bellamy does. Mm. So, um, no, I'm, I
0: reckon the Storm have got it and they'll go to the big dance. Uh, let me ask you about a couple of other things. Yes. Getting away from Robbenvale for a little bit. Um, uh-huh. Cam Smith, how many more years do you reckon the greatest of all time's got left in him? Well,
4: oh, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know if you saw, but um, the Tigers have... They've signed Benji Marshall on for another year. What have they? Yeah, they've signed him on for another year. So I, I think, um, <laughs> speaking of hundred and five year old. No, I think um, Smithy's a chance of of continuing. But I mean, he's he's um, given up um, rep footy, so he's not playing for Australia. Or, he's already or, said he's going to play on next year. Yeah. So I don't know how many more years he'll he'll have left in him. Especially if they win the the grand final this year, I don't think he'll. I reckon he'll want to finish on a good note. I yeah. think that might be it, who knows? But um, uh, the way that he's been playing, he could go on for for many years. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, yeah, his kicking lacked in the last game. Oh, Hey, He missed That's one. Cool. He missed one from pretty much right in front. Yeah. So that was poor, and then I don't know who else took over kicking duties. Um but he missed as was, well. Was it Munster or Pappenhausen? It was Munster. It was one what? of them, because they looked the same. It wasn't part. Would have been monster, it would have been Munster. It would have been yeah. Munster. But that was poor.
0: I mean he... But then Munster took over and he missed the next one too. Yeah, yeah
4: exactly. No. So
0: maybe he's got arthritis in his ankles. I don't know. <laughs> Akessa, yeah. we we're, we're gonna come down to the game yes. on um, on Tuesday. What time is it? So the game in on Tuesday in Robinvale
4: that's at seven PM kickoff. Perfect. So we'll be there six thirty. The rotary um, rotary club donut truck will be there so Will it? Get, awesome. it, get down there early, get some hot donuts, and um, settle in for a good game.
0: Good on the rug, the, uh, Rotary Club there. Yeah. They get involved in everything, don't they? And then one o'clock on the Wednesday. On the Wednesday at Chafee Secondary College. Brilliant. It's yes. so good. Congratulations on all the work Thank you're you. doing here. It's just It seems like NRL in this area is really starting to kick off. Yeah. So if anyone wants to um, get involved, can they contact yeah. you? Or do they if they're in Robinvale, yeah, they definitely. go to Anthony. Yeah, if you're in Robinvale, um definitely get in touch
4: with your local club, which is the Robinvale Storm. Um, they're having their AGM tonight, actually. So, they? Yeah, they're having their AGM tonight. So um, just get in touch with the, their um, email page, RobinvaleStorm at gmail.com. Um, or their Facebook page from Valstorm Storm um, Rugby League Football Club. Otherwise, you can contact me um, and I can get in touch with them. So, yeah. What's your your email address? Is? Oh, that's uh, akei at uh, nrl.com.au. Easy one to remember. Yeah, very easy. You'll find us on Facebook as well. So, plenty of info
0: there. Awesome. Okay, so thank you very much. Thank I'll you. stop stalking you now, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you have it. A quick part B just to catch you up on what is going on in Robin Vale? Let it never be said that nothing happens in small towns because, as you can see, it clearly does.
1: Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au